All right, it's the Keep to the City Yankees podcast, and the Yankees win. They win again. They beat the Braves 5-4 to on Tuesday night in Atlanta, sweeping the two-game series from the Braves. After winning the first game on Monday, they have now won 11 straight games. The first time in my lifetime they've won 11 straight games. The first time since 1985 they've won 11 straight games, and it wasn't easy. <laughs> like most of their wins this season, it wasn't easy. And after a few laughers the last couple weeks, you start to think, okay, maybe not every game has to be a nail biter. Maybe not every game has to be a one, two run game. Maybe not every game you have to be on the edge of your seat until the final out of the game. But that's what you got on Tuesday night. A very stressful, a very frustrating ninth inning, but the Yankees hold on to win five to four. And in this one, they went down early to nothing uh, in the first inning. Andrew Heaney, who started the game, who's fucking terrible. Yes, he did pitch well against the Red Sox, but he was terrible against the Orioles. He wasn't good against the Mariners. He was awful against the White Sox. Was good against the Red Sox, got the start in this one, and the way he always does, he put the Yankees in an early hole, two runs in the first inning, and yes, he got squeezed. Yes, he probably should have been out of the inning before that, before the two runs ever came home to score, but they did, and he puts the Yankees in a 2 nothing hole. Uh, the Yankees bounce back in the second, John Carlos Stanton with a solo home run. The Yankees score another run in the fourth with a Gary Sanchez RBI single. They score two in the fifth on a DJ LeMahieu home run to left field. DJ finally starting to show signs of elevating the ball, showing signs of power. So it's 4-2 Yankees heading to the bottom of the fifth. They give one back, so it's 4-3. to three. Rugnit Odor hits a bomb in the seventh to give them a 5-3 lead. And then you get to the ninth, where it was as frustrating a ninth inning as you're ever going to see. Abraldis Chapman on his first pitch, you can usually tell if he's going to have it or not, and he did. On his first pitch, great pitch right at the knees, right at, perfectly at the place at the bottom of the zone. Second pitch, he gets an out on a broken back grounder on a 100-mile-hour fastball, and you're thinking, okay, he's got it. And usually when Abraldis Chapman pitches a lot, he has it. And he pitched the night before, and he was better than he had been, so you think, okay, he's pitching back-to-back nights, he's going to have it. And he didn't have it. Because after that ground out, next batter, that was the ground out to Travis Darno. next batter Adam Duvall singles on the first pitch, line drive to center. Then he does get Guillermo Heredia to strike out looking on six pitches, uh, and then things just fell apart. He walks the number nine hitter on four straight pitches, brings up Ozzy Albies, who just destroys left-handed pitching, great hitter, leads the league in extra base hits, and Albies hits a ground ball that should have ended the game. But Rugnod Odor kind of bobbled it, took forever to throw it across, routine ground ball. It's not like he had to run in on it, not like he had to range to the side. It was hit right at him, and he took forever, and Albies beats it out. And for Aaron Boone, he's always so worried about the outfield defense. He'll do everything he can in a close game to pull John Carlos Stanton, to get Brett Gardner into it, to shift his outfield, to potentially put Jonathan Davis in there, to make sure he has the best defensive lineman in the outfield. And he didn't do that in this one. He didn't. But he also never worries about the the off the defense in the infield. Rugnan Odor is not a third baseman. He's playing third base out of necessity because the Yankees have a gold glove winning second baseman in DJ LeMahieu. So Odor's playing out of position, and you've got him in there in the ninth inning, and he fucks up a play that almost cost them the game and a win eventually. And it was Odor earlier in the game who alligator arm threw one to second, didn't allow the Yankees to turn a double play that gave the Braves their third run. So Odor, you know, credit to him. He's playing a position at the major league level that he's never played. He's a second baseman. He's not supposed to be playing third base. He's playing third base because Gio Urshel is hurt, because DJ LeMay, who's a gold glove winning second baseman, and for the fucking first time in forever, the Yankees realized, hey, maybe we should stop playing DJ at first and third and play him at the position 
that he wins gold gloves at. So they're doing the right thing there. But they have to have Odor in the lineup because they don't have Torres. They don't have Urshela. Tyler Wade can't be playing every day. So they have Odor in there. But he can't be playing third base late in games. Boone's always so quick to remove John Carlos Stanton with two, three innings left in a game, but he doesn't remove Odor, so almost cost them. So Chapman, disaster. You know, can't get Albies out because he couldn't get help by Odor. Then it brings up Jorge Soler, who's tough to walk. He walks him on six pitches, walks in a run, and then finally Boone takes him out for Wandy Peralta, who has a fucking battle with Freddie Freeman. A battle. You do not want to see Freddie Freeman up in a spot against, you know, a relatively non-hard-throwing Wandy Peralta. You want velocity against Freddie Freeman. You want some awesome out pitch against him. You don't want a guy who's going to be throwing balls in the strike zone that are very easy for someone of Freddie Freeman's ability to hit. And you knew at some point Freeman was going to turn on one and line it somewhere. You just hoped it went to right at someone. Just gutsy. I mean... Freddie's putting together a tremendous at bat and he keeps filling up the strike zone. Um, just a classic matchup there. And, and Wandy just kept making pitches, kept making pitches. You know, Freddie's going to control the zone. So if he's out of the zone, it's probably ball four. And he just kept making pitches. And, and it's just, you know, as tough a situation as you can probably be brought into, you know, Freddie Freeman staring you down with them loaded. Uh, and he executed great, just a uh, tremendous job by him. And that out he made on the ninth pitch of the at-bat after changeup, after changeup, after changeup, and filing him away, he finally drove one to left field that, judging by Joey Gallo's movements, I thought was fucking gone, or if not, at least in the gap to win the game, but Gallo was able to get under it and, and put the game away. Aroldis Chapman here, you can't be this scared about the ninth inning every fucking night. I know Mariano Rivera was a once-in-a-history pitcher. You're never going to see that again. You're never going to feel that confident, that comfortable in the ninth inning again. But Araldis Chapman isn't even close to making you feel somewhat comfortable. And for as great as he was earlier in the season, he's the, been the complete opposite. And I haven't trusted him for years, but, it's, but now it's gotten to the point where you can't trust him, period. He can't be closing games out for this team. And I people say, oh, if Araldis Chapman's not going to be right, the Yankees aren't going to get where they want to be. What what the fuck are you talking about? They they had him last year, and he ended the season to Mike Purcell. They had him the year before, and he ended the season to Jose Altuve. So they don't need Araldis Chapman to be unhittable to win. They just need him to be serviceable, which this isn't. Walking the nine-hitter, walking in runs, that's not what you can have here in the ninth inning. And I'm not even talking about October. They need to get to October 1st. Once they get to October, fuck. You want to see a Roldis Chapman in a one or two or even three run game with three outs to go? No. Against the best teams, against the best hitters in the league? No, you don't. He's so fortunate that Freddie Freeman drove that to a place that Joey Gallo could catch it. Because he would have ruined... The Yankees plane ride last night from Atlanta to Oakland with an off day today to linger and then play a huge four-game series in Oakland where they haven't won at all since 2017. I think they're 1-9. and nine. You can't have that. You can't keep giving this guy closer duties. He, he can't close. It shouldn't be flipping a fucking coin when it comes to getting three outs in the ninth. That's what it is. 
Yes, he's going to blow saves. Everyone does. He's going to have a game where he gives up a walk-off home run or just doesn't have it. It can't be every other game. And at one point in the season, it was every game. I can't, it can't happen. So thankfully, thankfully, Wandy Peralta got that last out. Because to have the 11-game losing streak end on something as bad as your closer, who just can't fucking close, ruining the game, ruining a flight, cross-country flight, ruining the winning streak, that would have been miserable. And yes, I get it. I get the Yankees aren't going to win every game the rest of the way. I get that they've already done a ridiculous job at what they've done so far, 28-9 and nine since the All-Star break, needing now to just go 22-14 and 14 to get to 96 wins. I get that. And on my pacing sheet, I had them only going 1-1 one one in Atlanta, and they won both. Just like I had them only going 2-1 against Boston last week, they won all three. They keep overpacing themselves, which is awesome. Great. They need to do that because they fucked around for so long in the first half of the season. And I get that it's never it's going to end here at some point. Could end on, on Thursday night in Oakland. And if not then, maybe Friday, Saturday, Sunday is going to end at some point. Not going to win every game. But you don't want to have it. Lo- you don't want to lose like that. How many crushing defeats can this team have in the ninth inning that they finally don't have one? And how many have been Aroldis Chapman's fault? A good amount of them. So Boston won. They held on on Tuesday night. Oakland lost. Tampa won. Tampa fucking never loses. Yankees are 28-9 since the All-Star break. I think they've made up, what, one game? (laughs) That's how good Tampa's been. Everyone's talking about the Yankees. They're so hot. Best team in baseball now. The Rays have been just as good. They only made up one game. The Rays never fucking lose. And they're playing the Phillies again on Wednesday. And then they have an off day. Then they play the Orioles the last three times they see them, thankfully. The The Orioles haven't won since August 2nd when they played the Yankees. 19 straight losses. Last time they won a game was against the Yankees. That's why when you get so heated about you can't just win series against the Orioles, you have to sweep them because everyone else is. Boston is. Tampa is. Everyone is. You can't let the Orioles be the difference in winning the division or or not, and they kind of are. So you hope that the Phillies can get a win against Tampa on Wednesday night because you're not going to get any fucking help from the Orioles this weekend. It would be a miracle if the Orioles won one game against the Rays this weekend. The Rays have it easy, and four games is, is going to be so hard, so hard to catch them. Then next week, they've got Boston, Minnesota. Maybe they'll lose a few there. Then they have Boston, Detroit the weekend after, the week after that. Then Toronto, Detroit. Then Toronto, Miami. Then Houston and the Yankees. They do have some good competition here to erase this four-game deficit. The Yankees have to get it to, to one before that last weekend of the series, of the season. So they have 36 games left, 33 before the race series. So they have 33 games to cut off three games. It's going to be hard. It really is. Boston, I'm not worried about Boston. I'm worried about seeing them in the one-game playoff, but I'm not worried about them getting passing the Yankees at this point, no. I would be worried about playing them in a one-game playoff because for the Yankees to come back, do everything they did to get in the one-game playoff with what will be probably the second-best record in the American League, and to lose that game to Boston would just be fucking awful. So the Yankees here have this weekend, if they win, they're helping themselves, but they're helping Boston. If they lose, they're hurting themselves, they're helping Oakland. It's tough. It's tough. And Boston this weekend, they finish up with Minnesota, then they have Cleveland, so two shit opponents from the shitty AL Central. It's it's tough. It's tough to see the path to the vision. It's there. I mean, they can do it, but they need help, and no one's helping them with Tampa. 
No one's helping them. I mean, they didn't help themselves. The first, what, four series they played them, they got their asses kicked, so that's on them. But need Boston, need Detroit, need Toronto, need Houston, need these better teams in the league to beat the fucking Rays. Otherwise, the Yankees are going to be in the one-game playoff with probably the second-best record in the American League if the, if the Rays hold them off, which is a fucking shame because you see how bad the White Sox are and to see them get a fucking free pass to the ALDS because they play in the shittiest division in the fucking majors is awful. But from the Yankee standpoint, you can't, what can you say? 11 straight wins. It's fucking awesome. It sucks that Lou Voigt... Didn't really get to be a part of it. He got two at-bats, two plate appearances in the last two games, both walks. Uh, you know, so wasn't worried about him cooling off from uh, opposing pitchers. His manager did that for him by not playing him in the starting lineup either game. And it's not like Anthony Rizzo's done anything deserving to be in the fucking starting lineup over Luke Voigt right now. Yes, he's got the great glove, but offensively speaking, he's been awful since those first two games as a Yankee in Miami. That was almost a month ago. Need need Anthony Rizzo to start fucking hitting. Need Joey Gallo to start hitting. I, I mean, his at-bats are always good. They're always like six, seven pitches, and then he strikes out or gets out. His defense has been awesome. I, I can't complain. I mean, that's who Joey Gallo is. He's going to strike out a lot, hit for a low average, take his walks. Every once in a while, fucking pop one out. And his defense has been awesome, so not much to say there. John Carlos Stanton's been hot. Uh, Andrew Velasquez continues to be great. LeMahieu's finally hitting with some fucking power. Gary's had three RBIs the last two games. Judge has been awesome. Everything's working. Starting pitching's been great. The bullpen outside of Chapman's been great. And there you go. That's how you get 11 straight wins. That's how you get a 28-9 record since the All-Star break. So big fucking weekend here coming up. Big weekend. The A's are good. They've been playing badly the last two weeks, but they are good. The Yankees always have trouble in Oakland, especially this Yankees team. This Yankees core of the last five years has had horrible time in Oakland. And that'll need to change this weekend because they need to keep pace with the Rays, who are playing the Orioles. You have to expect the Rays are going to sweep them, so you got to go out to Oakland and do some work. If you haven't stretched yourself out for this West Coast swing here, these late start games, these 9.40 p.m. games, uh, well, you're going to have a rough go next week if you plan on staying up for them, but... You know, I wrote about this two years ago on Keith to the City. Really, a couple weeks in advance, you need to start, you know, extending your night by 15 minutes, 15 minutes, like a pitcher or like a reliever getting stretched out to be a starter to get up for these West Coast games. For me, I couldn't do that because with a with a baby whose sleeping pattern isn't always by the book, you can't really do this. I'm just going into this West Coast swing cold turkey, just going to fucking grind right through these late games till whenever they end 1 one thirty, sometimes 2 in the morning uh it's gonna be a wild week plus here uh it'll be made all that much better if the yankees can win especially this weekend in oakland so that'll do it for today yankees a's begins on thursday in oakland i'll be back after the game to talk about it